second chapter. Bless him, Lord. God bless him. And the other Jews dissembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissimulation. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou being a Jew livest after the manner of Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor, for I through the law am dead to the law that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Amen. That's the reading we'd read to you tonight, and we certainly need the Lord's help. I'd like to read just, just another verse. You don't have to turn there, but this is Second Peter in the first chapter. He says, Yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up yes. by putting you in remembrance. Yes. And in the third chapter, he says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Mm -hmm. And I'll say tonight that that's that's the desire of our heart tonight. God bless to, you. 
stir up that God would help us tonight to stir up your pure mind by way of remembrance. And you know, I believe in this third chapter in Second Peter, the, the first words will help you understand who he's talking to. Amen. He says, Beloved, yes. I write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds. So he's not writing to the world. Would you no. agree with that? Amen. He's writing to the church. He's writing to a saved bunch of people. Yes. So tonight, you know, God can use the Word of God. I believe this through the manifold grace of God. Whatever the need is, God can meet it through His Word tonight. But I, if God would help us for a few minutes, that's our desire. To stir up our pure mind. Bless you, you know, Lord. Peter, if it was necessary, and Peter thought it was necessary in his day, that these people needed the church, then that's been purchased and redeemed, they need something stirred up. Yeah. And he wasn't trying to stir the flesh. He wasn't trying to stir emotions, nor is that our desire tonight. But Peter, it was necessary in that day that they be stirred up, that they be brought back to remembrance yes. of what God had done yes. for them. Yes. I tell you, I believe this with all my heart. The greatest revival that we could see in this day is not to beat the church, not to mistreat her and tell her how sorry she is. I tell you, I mean the true church. She's beautiful. Yes. She's holy tonight. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with her. I'll declare that tonight by the Word of God. There's nothing wrong with what God has purchased. Amen. There's not a blemish. There's not a fault. There's not a, a spot. There's not a wrinkle by the Word of God in them that are saved tonight. The church. God help me. You know, you don't need me to come and try to whip you into subjection, but I tell you, if God has ever been in you, lives in you, and dwells in you tonight, I believe the greatest revival that we could see is that the church, the true body of the Lord Jesus, to have her, her pure mind stirred up, to have our remembrance stirred of what God has done. Amen. You know, the truth is, and I, I, I'll speak for myself, I have enough from my own carnal mind that, that presses, that wars every day of my life that's against God. Yes. You've got, you know, if you're saved, I believe you've got the same battle. Sure. So you've got that personally that goes on. You've got that personally that you deal with, the, the warfare. And then you've got the outside world. Sure. You've got the devil. You've got many things. You've got life calling your name, calling yeah. your attention. Yeah. I tell you, it's very easy in one day's journey just to start slipping just a little and forget what God's done. Yes. God bless him. To forget what's been done for you. And I I tell you, you know, it could be that we, we were saved tonight. And I mean truly saved. But we don't really understand what we've got in Christ. We don't really understand tonight what's been done for us through salvation. Bless him, Lord. You reckon that's possible? God bless him. Oh, tonight, listen, you know, you bear with me just a minute. 
He says in Colossians, and, 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 and I'm not here tonight to try, to try and throw stones or try to point a finger, but it's just the truth. I believe it, it, it's the truth it was in this day in the church at Colossus. I believe it's true in our generations as well. He says, Beware, lest any man spoil you yes. through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Amen. So there was a spoiling going on at Coloss. Would you agree? Sure. I'll tell you what the spoiling was, was Judaizers coming behind this man preaching the gospel in Christ and was spoiling people that were saved tonight. I tell you, trying to build up the traditions of men that the gospel was destroying. Mm -hmm. That the gospel was tearing down. Yeah. Now that's the God's truth yeah. tonight. I tell you, we need it tonight in our day as much as it's ever been needed in the history of the world. We need the gospel tonight. Yeah. Not my thought, not my opinion, not your thought, nor your opinion, but by the Word of God. We need that. I tell you, to lay the axe to the root of the tradition. Amen. God bless him. You know, the tradition is... You pray for us tonight that God would help us help to really on. look into the Word of God. The tradition, and I, <laughs> the thought is, and the teaching is tonight, that it takes God to save you. It takes God to do a work in your heart that you can't do. Amen. Yes. But then once that takes place, the responsibility then falls on you in the flesh now to live up and to measure up and to portray what Jesus has done on the inside. Now you don't throw me out yet. Just listen. Oh, the tradition is, son, you've got to straighten up and fly right now. Help him, Lord. Well, the truth is, if you really got saved and born again, Christ now dwells in you. Yes. And it's God that worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Yes. I tell you tonight, if you're saved this evening, and if you deny the flesh, you deny yourself, I tell you, that's not your nature. That's Christ in you. Yes, yes. Yes. That's nothing that I can boast in in the flesh that I'm doing that I've done. But somehow through the tradition of men, it gets turned in for the glory and the praise yes. of what I've, how I live. But the truth of God is, it's not my glory. I can't boast in that. I have to glory in what Jesus did. Yeah. He's still working. God bless him. Help him, Lord. Saved tonight by the grace of God, mm -hmm. you in yourself tonight, without the help and the working of the Spirit of God and the Lord Jesus dwelling in you tonight, you are unable to measure up. That's exactly right. It's going to take Christ living in you. Yes. You know, the tradition is, son, now you've got it to do. You, God help us tonight. You know, I, I, I read more than really what's on our heart tonight, but I believe we've come into the, a conversation 
We've come into to a conversation between Paul the Apostle and Peter tonight. And this is what Peter, uh, Paul had to say to this man. Help him, Lord. You know, he, tell, he said Peter was to be blamed. And he was. Thank God that this man, that the grace of God yes. and the Spirit of God stood this man up yes. in this day. Yes. You know, Paul says it. It's, this wasn't Paul within himself that stood up no. and rebuked Peter to his face. i tell you what it was. It was the Spirit of God in Paul that yes. does. Yes. Right. Glory to the Son of God. God bless him. Help him he Lord. said, Peter, we're not... Sinners after the Gentiles were Jews by nature. But even we had to be saved through faith yes. in Jesus Christ. Yes. I tell you, He was to be blamed. But oh, tonight, listen. You know, this evening, if I'm ever going to have any victory... If I'm ever, and thank God I've got it tonight, and you've got it tonight, church, but it's not in what you do. No. It's not in what you don't do. Amen. It's in what Jesus did and what He does for you on a daily basis. Amen. God help him. So I can't boast in it, can I? No, I can boast in Him, yes. but I can't boast in myself. I can't boast in what I do, but I'll tell you, man will twist it. Man will make it about His praise, His ability, what He does, and what He don't do. But I'll tell you, if I live right, if I do right, and I walk right, I'll tell you, it's Christ in me. Yes, that's exactly right. It's Christ in me. It's God working in me both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Help Him, Lord. Listen. Help him, just Lord. chew on it. You just chew. And let's look at the Word of God. Bless Him, Lord. Don't take my word. You know, I'll tell you honest, God, truth is the reason that people are so spoiled by traditions is because we just take a man's word for it. Tell it. You don't need to take my word for it, but we, if it comes from the Word of God, I tell you, you can depend on that. Yeah. You can count on that. You can build on that. You can rely on that. Yes. God bless so you. So listen. Verse 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. Listen. You're not justified by the works of the law after you're saved. Mm -hmm. It was not by justification through the law. That's not how you got saved. And that's not how you're saved. That's not how you're kept. Right. Your righteousness is in Christ and in Him alone. Amen. God bless you. You talk about great rest. I can rest right there. I tell you, you know what, by the Word of God, you know what I do? I cease from my own labors. Right. And the labor that comes out of me yeah, now yeah. is Christ in me. Yes, there's a life to live. Yes, there's a walk to walk. But I'll tell you who does it. It's Jesus in you. Yeah. It's not me no more. It's not you no more. But it's Christ in you. Yes. <laughs> a man is not justified by the works of the law but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Well, where did that come from? Gift of God. 
you? I listened to Lee's message the other night. How did you receive faith? You know, tonight, faith wasn't a, 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 a little ember that was inside of no, you somewhere no, in a corner hid no, away. No. Faith wasn't something that was underlined somewhere hid under the surface and God spoke to you and ignited something within you. No. I'll tell you tonight, faith came by the Word of God. Faith came by hearing. And hearing came by the Word of God. You know where the world came from? Everything that you see, everything that you behold, I tell you, they come from the Word of God. They was derived by God's Word. God, in the beginning, God began to speak. And you know what happened? The worlds were framed. We see, you can find in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, we understand through faith that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. So God spoke and He created the worlds. God said, let there be and there was. Is that right? Alright tonight. Well, I tell you, if you've got faith, it came the exact same way. In the beginning, there was nothing. It was void and empty. There was nothing. And God spoke and it was. Oh, church tonight, it's the same way. I was void and I was empty. I tell you, absolutely nothing in me that God would have desired, that God needed tonight. I I tell you, but it was the mercy of God that came and He spoke to me. And when God spoke to me, I heard. You look at the Word of God. Faith. And I'll be honest with you, that's what I focused on all my life till the last little while. That faith comes by hearing. Amen. But God's given you two right there. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing. I believe that's how your Bible's worded. And hearing by the Word of God. The Word of God. God came. If you're saved tonight, God came and spoke a word to you. And I'll tell you what He done. Just when God said, let there be, and it was. I I tell you, when God spoke to you, there was an awakening. There was a quickening. If God spoke to you personally tonight, you came alive by the Word of God. And by God speaking to you. Faith came from what you heard. Faith, I'll say again, was not something inside of you somewhere tucked away that God had to ignite. I tell you, the book says that by grace through faith are you saved and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. If you have faith tonight, that didn't come somewhere within you. That came from God. That was a gift from the Father of lights with whom is no verbalness. And He is the fountain from whom all blessings flow tonight. And if you have faith in God, in Christ, right there's where it's at. You know, it's not in a faith 
that I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. It's not in a faith tonight that I'm going to make it home after a while. I tell you, it's something outside of me tonight. It's something tonight greater than that. Brother, it's something down on the inside that God spoke in there. And it, brother, God gave me a gift. uh, And I have faith in Christ. I didn't have that before. And you know, Isaiah said, there's no beauty in him. There's nothing about him. No. That when we see him, that we should desire him. There's nothing about him that we're going to want. No. Not a natural man. Reckon that's changed? Well, God said, I change not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, if they didn't want Jesus when He got here, and they didn't, no. I tell you, the world don't want Him tonight. No. So how are you saved? How does that ever come about? No. I'll tell you, God comes to you yes. individually yes. on a personal level. Yes. You've heard all your life that salvation is an individual, personal thing. Is that right? Well, I'll tell you tonight, it's right by the Word of God. And God came to you individually. Yes. I'll tell you what he done. It's, you've heard it testified over and over. God changed your want. God changed your desire. Yes. In a moment, yes. you wanted him. Yes. And unless God gives that to somebody, right. unless God gives you a gift tonight, you'll never want him. Amen. You'll never want him. No. No. I'll tell you this has been burning in my heart for a while. Uh, the tradition is if you live good enough and you live close enough, that lost family of yours will want what you've got. Well, I'll tell you, they didn't want what Jesus had, they didn't want what the church had then. I tell you, they don't want it tonight. And the only way somebody will want it is if God moves on them. Yes, yes, yes. Do you want him tonight? Do you desire Him? If you do, bless Him, Lord. It's the gift of God. Thank God. Thank God. If you do, I mean, lost or saved. That's right. If if there's a desire in you, that does not come from yourself. That comes from God. Oh, tonight, listen, church. Brother and sister, if you're ever going to have faith, i tell you what it's going to take tonight. It's not my word. Listen, everybody in this house can hear my voice. Brother, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to hear something deeper yeah. other than that thing yeah. on the side of your head. Yeah. It'll take the Spirit of God to yeah. speak to your heart. Yeah. And when God does that, I'll tell you what He said He'd do. He said, when I begin to work, I'll make an end. Thank God when God begins to speak and God begins to draw. He'll draw you. He'll finish the work. He does it all. Amen. Certainly he does. does it all. He'll bring about a desire God bless him. for him. Saved tonight. If there is a desire in you, 
for God, the things of God. So church, the fellowship with His body, that's a gift from God. That's not from your own natural man. Mm -hmm. That's from what God placed within you. So who gets the glory? Yes. Praise His name. So, let's see more. You're not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Listen. You can't get born again by the works of the law. And once you get born again, you're not justified by the works of the law. You're justified tonight simply by faith in what Jesus did for you. He fulfilled the law for you because your flesh and my flesh was weak. And it couldn't measure up. Never could have measured up. Jesus came and He fulfilled it for you. And you're justified by faith. Yes. Well, I've got a work to do. I've got to live right. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. And if Jesus lives in you, you will. will. Yes. I told a man this week, I believe it's the truth with all my heart. A man, woman, a person that is a true servant of the Lord Jesus. You don't have to beat them. No. You don't have to beg them. Tell it, Grady. Tell it. You don't have to call and check on them in a week or two and see where they've been. Tell it. I tell you, they'll be there. Yes. Amen. God moves in on the inside mm-hmm. uh, and God takes complete control of your life. Amen. Brother, I tell you, and you truly get born again. God puts a desire for the church. God puts a desire for worship, for fellowship of the Spirit. Thank God you don't have to beat somebody that's truly saved. You don't have to call and check on them. Make sure everything's all right. God help him. Amen. I'll tell you what I believe. I believe God, if He lives in that person's life, The book says that the love of Christ constraineth us. It's required of a steward that he be found faithful. (laughs) Liberty, if God lives and dwells in you, you'll be faithful to the house of God. You don't have to have somebody beg you to come. You don't have to have somebody's pat on the back when you do come. I tell you, there's something down on the inside. There's a desire for the things of God. Yes. Now is there a desire in that? You think, I ain't here to point you out. You think your own life. Is there a desire in you, brother, for church, for worship, for the Word of God? If there is, that came from God. And if there's not, Something's wrong. God bless him. Help him, Lord. So, 
but by the faith. A man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. You're reading about a man that knew the law. Yes. You're reading about a man that said, touching, touching the law, blameless. That's right. I tell you, he had, this man had more credentials in his flesh than anybody you'll read about. That's right. He had them under his belt. I tell you, he had credentials in the flesh. And it was not good enough. He got to a day that the Word of God pricked his heart. Brother and sister, and I'll tell you, as God found him out, God exposed him, God quickened him, and God changed his mind, God changed his heart and his desire in an instant. This man had works. This man, I'll tell you... He knew the law. Oh, yes. oh, I'll tell you, he had fruit yeah. according to the works of the law. But I'll tell you, thank God, brother and sister, God got him to the place. You know what he said? He said, Add all those things I do count but done that I may win Christ. Every bit of that he said was done was useless tonight. Your works are vanity. boast in them if you want to. Man sure does. Yeah. But they're useless. God bless him. God forbid that I should glory save in the cross. I want to get down here to the verse. It's on our heart. If while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. You know what's going to happen? God bless him. Help him, Lord. God saves you, and then you're going to turn from that. God help him. And you're going to trust and rest in what you do and what you don't do. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to be found a sinner yeah, just again. in a day or two. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be found guilty all over again. Well, I'm going to tell you tonight, honey, that God is not the author of confusion. Brother and sister, I'll tell you what God does, what the Lord does, is forever. Mm -hmm. I build again. He said, if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid... For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to try to go back, you know, it's just like the picture is in the book, I tell you, I believe of Ezekiel. You can find, you talk about a picture of humanity. (laughs) I believe it do you well to go over and look. God gives you, I take it personal for myself. You go over and read it and see if you don't see yourself there. I tell you tonight, God gives you a picture of fallen man. God gives you a picture of a man without God. You know what it is? It's a helpless, wretched infant. That's right. 
that was pitched out into an open field, mm -hmm. left to the loathing of its person, and God comes by, God washes it, God cleans it up, He supples it, I tell you, He swallows it, He wraps it up. In righteousness mm -hmm. and in holiness from God. But you know what? You read on in that. Yes. And just in a few verses, that it goes from a work of God. It goes from something that God did for something that was absolutely unable to do one thing for itself, was completely naked and nasty. God washes it, He cleanses it, clothes it. And then it turns and it trusts in its own beauty. Yes. My God, if that ain't the, tra yes, the tradition the of our day. Yes. That is the tradition of our day. Yes. God does a work in the heart and then now it's on you. And the next thing you know, you're trusting in what you do. You're trusting in what you don't do rather than trusting in what Christ did. Amen. You know how you got saved? If you truly got born again, you got saved 1,000% trusting and resting in the work of Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. Alone. God bless Him. God you going to turn from that and trust in what you do and what you don't do. Let me tell you from experience, you're going to live a miserable life. That's right. <coughs> Defeated. You're going to be up Cheated. one minute, down the next. Yes. You're going to be found a sinner over and over and over. Bless you. Bless you. But I'm going to tell you, God bless you, there is a rest for the people of God. Amen. And you know where that's at tonight? That's in Jesus Christ and in Him alone. Nothing else. But I've got to do this. But I've got to do that. Nothing else. So You can't trust in one thing that you do. You can't trust in one thing that you don't do. I'll tell you, brother and sister, I'll say it again. If you do do and you don't do, it's because of Christ in you. So I have to give Him all the glory. <laughs> you know, one place... Talked about some servants. They said, Lord, we've just done what we ought to have done. That's right. What was Jesus' reply to the crowd that come to Him and said, Master, what can we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus' words was, the work of God is to believe upon Him whom He has sent. I tell you tonight, you want to do the works of God, believe on Jesus Christ. And Christ in you, it'll be, it'll be just like that the angel declared unto Mary. He said, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform it. I tell you, if Christ is born in your heart, it'll be God in you that works it all to His glory. It'll be God that works in you. All things were created by Him and for Him tonight. Yes. And by Him it all consists. Yes. It pleased God that in Him should all fullness dwell. Well. 
God bless him. It's in him tonight, church. It's in him. Oh, God help us. Listen, let me run on. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, am dead. Do you hear that? That's right. I, through the law, am dead to the law that I might live Amen. unto God. Yes. You know what God done? <laughs> I was married at one time. Amen. Brother, and God came. The law, listen, the law didn't kill me. The law didn't kill you. What killed you? I'll tell you, it was sin that killed you. The law came and it exposed the sin. The law came and it exposed the death. <laughs> Help him, Lord. Don't take my word for it. That's right. I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. Yeah. And the commandment which was ordained to life, I found to be under unto death. For sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. Sin slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid, but sin. The law didn't kill you tonight. Sin did. And God sent the law, brother, to expose sin in me and in you tonight. I tell you, without the knowledge of the law, there's no knowledge of sin. But once the sin is exposed by the law, you have no more covering. God bless you. You know what? I was married. I was bound by sin. And there was a death happened right there. And God, brother, made me praise His name. Not that I'm an adulterer. You know, if I was still married to sin and married to Christ, I'd be an adulterer. Is that right tonight? But I'll tell you what, brother. I died. Sin revived in me and I died. And thank God tonight, now I'm no more an adulterer. The old husband is dead tonight. And I've got a new husband. I'm married to one Jesus Christ tonight. And the life that I now live. I through the law... I'm dead to the law that I might live unto God. Now listen to verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Sounds like a death, don't That's it? That's right. Was Christ crucified? Yes. Did Christ die? Yes. Well, the book says... I'm crucified with Christ. So was there a death? I tell you, if I've ever been born again, That's right. if I've ever been saved, there was a death occurred. Mm -hmm. Amen. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not uh, I. Yeah. But Christ liveth in me. So it's no longer, Paul says, it's no longer I. 
It's not me. It's not my life that you see. It's not my life that I live. But I'm alive today by Jesus Christ. And the life that I now live, praise His name, He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Christ liveth in me. And I'm accepted with God tonight. I'm well pleasing to God tonight because I'm in Christ. Yes. That alone. Has God accepted His Son? Did God accept His Son on your behalf? Well, you can find in a couple of places, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So tonight, if I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. You reckon, church, does Christ live in you? It's an impossibility for Christ, the Holy One, the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. It's an impossibility for Him to live in you and you not know it. God bless Him. I tell you, there was a change took place in my life in an instant. I tell you, brother, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, there was a change, brother and sister. I felt the, I never will forget it. I I felt the load of sin lift off of me. Praise his name. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I was forgiven. That sin was gone. How did that happen? By faith in what Jesus did. Live right there the rest of your life. Mm Don't seek to be justified by the law. No. You know, I realize you can preach it and people think you're absolutely wasting your time. You're wasting your breath because nobody is trying to measure up to the law. I'll tell you, their own testimony will bear witness to it. Amen. Amen. You're either resting in what Jesus did and you're at rest in Him tonight or you're worrying yourself to death every day of your life. It's one of the two. We're either at rest or we're absolutely uneasy. We're not at rest at all. We're unstable. I'll tell you, we're up and down every moment of the day. But I'll tell you tonight, listen, God didn't design for you to live that way. Brother and sister, I'll tell you, God said, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I'll tell you, brother and sister, you know where the abundant life is? It's at rest in what He did for me in a finished work at Calvary. Not in what I do. Not in what I don't do. I can rest in what he did. There's rest right there, church. There's rest. That's the only place you're going to find rest. You know, Jesus said, I saw it on a sign on the way over here this evening. Come unto me, all ye that labor. Reckon what he was talking about. Mm -mm -mm. Reckon who? He was talking to. He was right in the midst 
of a religious day working, trying to measure up. You know what? They was washing their hands before they ate. You know, they, they had grievous burdens yes, that was laid on yes, them by men, yes. by religion tonight. Yes. Oh, church, beware lest any man spoil you in this day by philosophy and vain deceit. I'll tell you unto God, brother and sister, Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. What was he talking about? He was talking about rest from sin. I'll tell you tonight, he was talking about rest and being justified by faith alone tonight and rest in what he did for you. Rest. I'll give you rest. You can rest. You can cease from your own labor. You talk about a blessing. Amen. You talk about a miracle to rest in what Jesus did. You know, John said, I must decrease. God, help us to get to the place. Oh, God, let me decrease. I mean in every way. My image, my name, my title. Tell it. God bless him. Help him, Lord. Help him. I'm a pillar of the church. Oh, God, help you to decrease. God, help you to rest in what Jesus did. Oh, I'm not like this and I don't do that. God, help you to decrease. You know what will happen? If I decrease and I cease from my own works and my own labor, Christ is going to increase. Amen. You know what He'll do? You know what's going to happen? I'll just tell you from experience tonight. Praise His name. Brother and sister, you know what will happen? The next thing you know, God, I'm telling you, it's all by the grace of God that works every bit of this out that will get you to this place. And that you are wanting to decrease that He might increase. I'll tell you what you'll find. Brother, it will be a fountain of living water. It will begin to spring up within you. I tell you, you'll be able to worship like you've never worshipped before. When you worship what He's done. Rather than coming to church and resting and trusting in how much I've prayed, how much I've read. Amen. I'm telling you, do those things. Do them. But don't trust in them. When you come to the house of God, you have nothing to boast in. I don't care if you've read a thousand chapters this week. You have nothing to boast in. That is not the basis. That's not the platform by which God accepts you on. God accepts you on His in His Son and in that alone tonight. God don't accept you. God, the Bible says, God accepteth no man's person. God don't accept you because you've read a hundred chapters. God don't accept you because you got up at 4.30 and you've been praying till 8 o'clock. God don't accept you because you live right and you do good in the community. God accepts you in His Son. Amen. Don't accept you on what you do. 
I'm telling you, He accepts you in what Jesus Christ did for you. He sent Him for you that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And ain't it a shame? Ain't it pitiful? I'm telling you my own experience tonight, church. God do a work for you. And through philosophy and vain deceit, you begin to trust in your own beauty. That's right. right. You may think I'm foolish. You may think I'm a heretic. (coughs) Brother, I'm here to tell you, I thank God for getting me to the place uh, that I can rest in Christ. I can trust in what He did, uh, that it is sufficient. It is all I need. Praise His name. Who of God is made unto you for righteousness, for redemption, for sanctification. I'll tell you, thank God, He's all I need. I got accepted in Him without one work of my own. Mm -hmm. If you're accepted in the beloved tonight, you know what it is? God made you meet. God made you worthy. God made you sufficient. God accepted you tonight through His own work. Amen. God bless you. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life, listen to this phrase, and the life which I now live in the flesh. See? Now, son, you've got a life to live in your flesh. Well, I'm going to tell you what the book says. The life that I now live in the flesh is not after my works. The life that I now live in the flesh is not in what I do and what I abstain from. Amen. I'll tell you, the life that I now live is by the faith of Jesus Christ. And tonight, brother and sister, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ left heaven knowing and fully persuaded He could satisfy the wrath of God on your behalf. He went to Calvary knowing that God would raise him. Thank God for your justification. And I live in that faith tonight. The life that I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. God didn't give me a list of rules and a list of boxes to check for me to check off every day of my life. Did He? You might disagree. But I'm going to tell you what God did. When He accepted me in His Son, God checked it all. He redeemed me from the curse of the law. Amen. He redeemed my life from sin tonight. And praise His name, if I'm in Jesus Christ, I'm accepted in Him. My slate is clean, praise His name. I'm a new creature in Jesus Christ. And I don't have to work my fingers to the bone every day of my life and hope that God is pleased with me. I'm pleased by God through faith tonight. Amen. 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 Amen
He's pleased with you, church. Yes. I'm telling you tonight, God is well pleased with His church. Amen. Let's see, Lord. Well, you've got to hold that thing together or she'll go to the world. No, Please she won't. No, she won't. She's kept by the power of God. She's married to Jesus Christ. She's a chaste, the Word of God says, a chaste virgin. She don't go a whore knife to the world. She don't run around on her husband. I'll tell you, she's faithful to Him through and by the operation of the Lord Jesus. God Almighty and His Son, I'll tell you, He said when the Comforter is come, He said, we'll make our abode with you. Yes. And when He moved in tonight, thank God He moved in to stay. Yes. And you're kept by the power of God and the salvation tonight. Yes. You've heard? Oh. <laughs> I know what the tradition is. We've all been raised under it. Yeah, the tradition is you've got to whip her around, get beat her in the shape so she can have revival. Amen. You've got to absolutely whip the socks off of her. Brother, and tell her how rotten and pitiful, how miserable a failure that she is and then God will bring her up from that I'm here to tell you God Almighty's already raised His church from the dead she's clothed in fine linen she's holy she's pure she's spotless tonight because He is you're accepted in Him tonight Liberty Baptist Church lady wherever you're from if God lives in you God dwells in your heart by faith. You're accepted in His Son and in Him alone. Amen. What it means. God bless Him. Well, you've got to keep them. I'm going to tell you, friend, I'm not big enough. No, you're not. You can't even keep yourself. You're not big enough. God bless him. Help him on. I'm not big enough to keep myself, let alone a flock of people. Mm-mm. Amen. Bless you, One more time. It's God which worketh in you, both to will and to do. If God lives in you tonight, and you belong to Him, you'll do because He, He works it out in you tonight. I'll tell you what He done. He changed your heart. Amen. Brethren, He works in there through the Spirit of God. Brethren, I'm here to tell you you're accepted in that by what He done for you and in nothing else. Nothing. Nothing else. Amen. Amen. Well, there's work to do. Yes. Yes. Let's read it. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Do you hear those words? Yes, there's work. Yes, there's a life to live. But it's God living in you, fulfilling that every day of your life. I'm crucified. 
Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, my life right now, how do you think of yourself? And I don't mean in a boastful or an arrogant way. You know, I, I believe this tonight. I believe if we ever see God for who He is, and we see ourselves for what we really are outside of Him, I tell you tonight, I'll say for myself, it exalts and it magnifies the work of God in me. And there again, I decrease. I see how rotten. I see how insufficient. I see how weak and incapable that I really am. I see more every day of my life that I need God in every way. And so do you. Yes. So do you. Yes. Let's not think of ourselves as sufficient of ourselves. No. I'm going to tell you tonight, my sufficiency in yours is in God. Amen. God bless you. I live. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. My life right now, today, the life that I've lived today, you know what? I've had peace with God today. I've been accepted in Christ, in God today. Yeah. The life that I praise His name, I thank God for that revelation. That not, may not mean one thing to you, but I thank God for bringing me to that. Brother and sister, I tell you that I can rest and cease from my own work and I can rest in what Jesus did for me. And when I rest in that tonight, friend, brother and sister, I am accepted in Christ in God and the life that I've lived today, the life that I'll live tomorrow, I'm accepted in God. So are you. So are you, church. Oh, may God stir up our pure mind. Maybe for the first time tonight. Listen. You go home and read. You don't have to believe it because I'm saying it. Matter of fact, I don't want you to. That's right. That's right. I'm not all knowing. Brother, I've read the Word of God to you. Listen. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Well, <laughs> yeah. See there? God didn't exclude the flesh. You've got to measure up. You've got to live. Listen, you're missing it. You're not right. seeing it tonight, honey. Brother, I'm telling you, the life that I now live, I live in Christ. The life that I now live, I'm accepted in the blood. The flesh is dead because of sin, but the Spirit's alive unto God. Amen. The life that I now live, I'm accepted. I'll tell you, brother. Over and over over 
in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Right there's where you're at. If you're in Christ, that's what God has done for Amen. you tonight. For by one offering he hath perfected forever yes. them that are sanctified. One offering. What was that? Jesus. That one offering was the body of the Lord Jesus. And by one offering, He hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Where's your work at? I'll tell you, God didn't bring you in the work. God brought you in the rest. Amen. Listen. If that ain't enough, don't take my word for it. Whereof? The Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. Is He? Is the Holy Ghost a witness to you in your heart? If you're born again by the grace of God, God put His Spirit in there. He put His Spirit in you tonight. He lives with you. He ain't never left you. He'll never leave you. Hallelujah. I'll tell you tonight, brother and sister, well, I've got to do this in order to have God's Spirit. I'm going to tell you how you got God's Spirit. You got God's Spirit by believing in Jesus Christ. And tonight, He don't take His flight or He don't make His presence known based on what you do and you don't do. Amen. He dwells in there by faith in Christ tonight. Well, I've got to live right in order for God to bless me in order to have God's Spirit. Was you living right when God saved you? No, you was just like I was. You was living back to the flesh, following the lusts and emotions of sin. Amen. How did you get the Spirit of God? He came by believing. And you believed by receiving a gift from God. I'll tell you tonight, listen. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Well, you sin, you find out. Let me ask you something. You ever read about David's life? You ever read where David, sure, he failed miserably? What, did, what happened to him? Did God take His Spirit from David then? Oh, he didn't lose the Spirit of God. I'll tell you tonight, listen. You know the problem is, 
Man thinks even after he's saved, he can bargain with God. He can work out a deal with God. And if I do this, God, you've got to do that. God, if I live like this, or I do like this, then God is obligated. I'm going to tell you tonight, dear friend, God Almighty has never been obligated to do one thing for mankind. God Almighty has never been bound because He made humanity. I'll tell you, everything that you get tonight is by grace. It's by mercy. Who maketh thee to differ from another tonight? And what hast thou that you didn't receive? I'll tell you, if you've got it tonight, it was a gift from God. You didn't get it on your own. You didn't get it by how you live. I'll tell you, it was a gift of God. You ain't no different than anybody else. You had to have mercy and grace. It's like everybody else did. Well... It's all right. You believe how you want to. But I'm telling you, there's great rest for you to rest in what Jesus did on your behalf. You can rest in Him tonight. And you're accepted in Him. You're accepted because of what He did. Because of what He wrought for you. You know... God don't need one thing from me, does He? Do I add anything to God? Oh, I tell you, we think too highly of ourselves in this enlightened church age. I'm here to tell you tonight, I don't add one thing to God. But He is all in all to me. He's all in all to you tonight. God don't need one thing from me. He owns the cattle of a thousand hills. You know what He was? He was God before I was ever formed. He'll be God Almighty when I'm dead and gone tonight. I'll tell you, and it's of the Lord's mercies we're not consumed because His compassions fail not. Because His mercies new every morning. I'll tell you, every day of your life, it's grace and mercy to you while you have what you have. Not what you work out on your own. Not by some bargain, not by some deal, not by working something out with God. I'm here to tell you this is a covenant that God made with you. Whereof the Holy Ghost is a witness to us. For after that He had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their heart, and in their minds will I write them. Their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. See there? The tradition says, see, see, now you get out from none of that. You get out from under what God's paid for, and it's on you, Buster. I'll tell you tonight, brother, where remission of these is, there's no more offering. I'll tell you what it is. Sins are gone. Sins are removed forever by the blood of Jesus Christ. What in the world, brother, are you going to offer for again? There's nothing to offer for. You're forgiven. Oh, you get out from under that, it's going to come out of your hide. You're going to pay for it. I don't have the means after I'm born again to pay. No, sir, you do not. 
Not for one. You don't have the means to pay after you're saved. You didn't have the means to pay before you were saved. Honey, that ain't changed. Brother, they're either forgiven and you have received remission of sins yes. or your sins remain. Yes. God bless him. Where remission of these is, there's no more offering. No I'm telling you, it's been twisted 40 ways from Sunday, and man has controlled or tried to control men. Hang that over their head. I'll tell you a grievous burden to be born. I can remember, I didn't understand it. I can remember that being preached. And I'll tell you, condemnation would come. But brother, I'll tell you, I thank God for the day when He turned the light on. And He let me see where remission of these is. There's no more offering. I'll tell you why there's no more offering. is because my sins are gone. There's nothing to come back and make another sacrifice, another offering for. He done it for good forever. He perfected perfect one time forever. There's no more offering. Sins are gone. Oh, church, what you've got in Christ, what you have in Him tonight, God help us to tell what the church has in her salvation. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. When did God love you? When did He give Himself for you? When you was an exceeding sinful sinner. God loved you in your ruined condition. God didn't wait for you to get cleaned up a little bit and then decide to love you. I'm going to tell you tonight, church, God has loved you with an everlasting love. God has loved you with a love that never had a beginning. And it has no ending tonight. Brother, and God loved you and had mercy and compassion on you when you was an exceeding sinful sinner. I'll tell you tonight, so you do reckon if God loved you in that condition, you reckon God loves you tonight? You reckon... I tell you, He's in love with you. He's in love with you. You know what? I believe this. I believe if we could see what we really have, if God could help us to see past the tradition, that honestly, that we've heard all our life, I tell you, if we could really see, the true church could see what she has in Christ, what's in her Savior tonight. You talk about bringing, creating, fostering, Propagating a love for God like you've never known. God bless you. To realize that God loves you. I'll tell you, He's He loved you in spite of your sin. He loves you in spite of your failures. In spite of your weaknesses tonight, God Almighty loved you when you was a sinner tonight as far away from God as you've ever been. God loved you in that condition. I'm here to tell you tonight by the Word of God, God still loves you. You think about your own life. I'll say for me, I thought of it today riding down the road. You may sing the song here. I heard, I heard Darren sing it one time. 
I believe at Walnut Creek several, several years ago. It's in your hymn book. Jesus loves even me. There's only one song I can sing. The last verse says, When in His beauty I see the great King, this shall my song in eternity be. Oh, what a wonder that Jesus loves me. I tell you, if you could see tonight, mm -hmm. God could help us to see, you know, well, <laughs> I know we like to think we're, we, 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 we've got a pretty good bit of knowledge, but the truth of God is the Bible says we know in part. We see in part. We look through a glass darkly tonight. I believe if God could help us to see just a little deeper of what's been done for us, my desire is for my own life and for you tonight is that this love for God, for what He's done, would just continue to abound more and more unto His glory. To praise Him and worship Him for what He's done. My God, you talk about salvation in that church. I mean, full atonement. I mean, saved to the uttermost. Yes. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, Christ is dead in vain. That word frustrate right there. That does not mean to anger. That don't mean to aggravate. Mm -hmm. That means to disannul. To make void. Yes. And Paul said, if I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to live according to the works of the law, I'm going to make grace void. And Christ is dead in vain for me if I'm going to go back under and try to work and live up and measure to the works of the law. Christ is dead in vain and grace is void. I've just disannulled the grace of God. I'll tell you tonight, I thank God for His grace. I thank God for rest, for a salvation. You know, tonight, I'm about done mentioned this the other night at the church. The Bible says that there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Is the Bible right? Well, if there's just one faith tonight, reckon where Abraham got his faith. And reckon tonight if there's just one faith, if the faith that Abraham had, you reckon that's the same faith that you and I have tonight. Mm -hmm. Just one more thought and I'm done. Church, what God gives you is not weak. Was what the faith that God gave Abraham was that weak? I believe you can find in the New Testament he yeah. speaks of Abraham That's and right. said, being not weak in, in faith. faith. That right. was not Abraham's ability. I tell you, that was the faith that God gave to Abraham by believing tonight, brother and sister, and being not weak in faith, he staggered not. Well, if there's just one faith tonight, then the Bible tells me that the same faith that Abraham had, the same faith that all the patriarchs had throughout your Bible, the same faith that Paul said, I now live by in the flesh, is the same faith that you and I have today. That faith is not weak. Your flesh is weak. Mm -hmm. 
My flesh is weak. But the faith that God Almighty give to me is not weak. There's no weakness in that tonight. No. Church, your faith ain't weak. It comes from God. If it was of you, That's you'd right. say your faith was That's weak. Right. But faith, again, was a gift of God. And it's not weak. Church, you're accepted in the beloved tonight by the work of Christ. God, help us to realize the yeah. life that you yeah. now live. Yeah. I mean, saved. Truly regenerated. The life that you now live in the flesh. You live by the faith of the Son of God. And you're accepted in Christ. Amen. That's my heart, Greg.